spend the break with you guys? I'm gonna go get Christmas lights for the dinner decor. Do Christmas lights expire? Go back by herself. She's fine. Come on, live a little. No, no, no. Some of my roommates are missing. If I were missing, I'd want you to unleash the bloodhounds and track me down. We were at the DKO fraternity last night. Still creating problems, huh, right? I will bring you to your knees. Welcome back to the Markout Movie Podcast, and this is Brandon Spivey, and I am reviewing 2019's Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. You know, I really never paid much attention to the trailer, other than it looked bad. <laughs> um, I honestly didn't. Uh, I'm gonna... Aaron ranted on this. I'm gonna try to be Im... impartial um, to this movie. Um, I'm gonna try. We'll see how it goes. Uh, a group of female students are stalked by a stranger during their Christmas break. That is until the young sorority pledges discover that the killer is part of an underground college conspiracy. Um, I'll tell you what I thought before I saw this movie. What the trailers look like. It looked to me like The Skulls. If you remember that movie, The Skulls uh, starred uh, Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek and the Mighty Ducks. And uh, and Paul Walker before he became Brian O'Connor in Fast and the Furious. Starred those two guys. Craig T. Nelson was in it from Coach, from Poltergeist. Uh, William Peterson from uh, the original Manhunter. Uh, the, uh, the, 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 the 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 CSI uh, Young Guns Two. Uh, uh, Fear. Uh, he was in it as well. He had some other guys in it too. Um, but it felt like that kind of sorority, that society, I should say, uh, meets sorority row uh, with the girls. And I was like, uh, this this is going to stink. This is going to suck. You know, that was my thoughts. But Beth really wanted to see it. She thought it looked good. And uh, so we went and watched it. <laughs> and, and I had already heard the reviews. Look, on IMDb, it's got a 3.1 out of 10. The Rotten Tomato scores, 44%, which is probably the best scores I've seen, uh, in all honesty. It's probably the best scores I've seen. And, um, but the audience score, and this is very telling for me. This is what I really pay attention to if I'm going to judge a movie on its reviews. Uh, if I do that ever, it's the audience, what the audience thinks. Not what the critics think, what the audience thinks. And the audience score for this movie is 
30%. When I went and seen it, it was 28 But it went up to. Uh, so 30% of people, 30% that have watched this movie that have given their scores have hated or have liked this movie. 30%. 70% have hated this movie. Now, where do I stand? <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't hating on the movie all that much. Uh, I wasn't liking it, by the way, but I wasn't hating on the movie until the final act. When they made it supernatural and these people were possessed, I was like, uh-uh, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> you know, I am out. But what this movie suffers from... Okay, first off, it's not Black Christmas. I have not seen the original, but I have seen the remake. And, I, and they say the remake is a lot like the original compared to this one. So, and it is based on a... a, a and a, it is a slasher movie. This is not a slasher movie at all. This, it just isn't. It makes you think it's a slasher movie in the beginning, but it changes course throughout the movie. It becomes a Me Too movement. Uh, you know, it, it, honestly, it, 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 that's fine. I mean, if you're wanting to make that kind of a film, that's fine. But don't pose it as a, as a, a Black Christmas film or a horror film or a slasher film. You know, uh, don't don't do that. Uh, that's it's an imposter, is what it is. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, I, I tell you, my favorite part of the movie is the beginning, the opening, and uh, Aaron and uh, Quentin kind of made fun of it, and it, it's bad, but it is my favorite part of the movie. Uh, the first victim is going down, and getting killed by an icicle. Uh, she makes a snow angel. <laughs> she makes a snow angel and it's my favorite part of the movie it's the best part of the movie as far as I'm concerned she dies making a snow angel I mean <laughs> oh, I thought that was creative I actually thought it was creative I don't know if it was done on purpose it probably wasn't but I thought it was creative and I thought it was awesome and that is, uh, that's, that's all the good stuff I got for you uh, when it comes to Black Christmas 2019 um, Carrie okay let's get who's in it let's, let's, let's get to who's in it Okay. Imogene Poots plays Riley. She's she's good in her role. I mean, you know. Elise Shannon plays Chris. I don't I hated her character so much. Uh Lily Donahue Don I think that's pronounced plays Marty. Honestly, don't really remember her. I really don't. Brittany O'Grady plays Jesse. The only reason I remember her because she was dumb. I think Marty may have been, uh, in, uh, look, spoilers, I, I, I'm not, I don't care about this movie. Uh, Marty was, I believe, the one that, uh, was in on it. Her character is so stupid, though, she actually, this movie is so stupid. Uh, Caleb Eberhardt plays Landon, um, Carrie Elves plays Professor Gelson. Now, I feel sorry for him. Obviously, he did this because he needed the money. <laughs> uh, now, he is the only reason I would have any interest in seeing this movie. Oh, it's Carrie. He's, he was in Liar Liar. Um, uh, he was in Saul. You know, he, he, he's done some... He was Kiss the Girls. He played the serial killer and Kiss the Girls. I mean, you know. Uh, but, you know... Yeah. Yeah. It, it upset me. It made me mad. Uh... It, it just made me mad. Uh, this movie has 
made 4.4 million domestically, 3 million overseas. Its current total is 7.4 million dollars on a 5 million dollar budget. It needs to make 10. It will do that. I say it'll make around 12 to 13 million. So it's going to double its profit and <laughs> if they greenlight a sequel to this, I'm going to be furious. Honestly, um no reason for a sequel to this movie. No reason for for this movie. Blumhouse did this movie. Jason Blum directed this movie. And it's on there. Producer of Halloween and Get Out. Do not put your name on this piece of crap. Please do not put your name. And I'm sorry, film is subjective. It really is. But I cannot condone uh, this movie from my, from my viewing experience. You, you pose yourself like you're this slasher movie, and you turn out it's a possessive movie uh, of a... These men feel like they're in the 1950s, 40s, 50s, want women to be submissive. You know what? So, if they're not submissive, what? We rape them? We murder them? Come on. It, it, it starts this Me Too movement type of film. They're, they're trying to get the professor fired because he... I don't know, talk down, harassed, whatever. Uh, then you have Riley's character uh, who was, uh, she was being uh, almost, she has, she has some backstory where this guy tried to rape her, right? And she, she sings a song at the frat party and uh, just, no, it's just, it's just a terrible movie. It's just terrible. Now, I will say it does have, like I said, I mean, I was entertained a little bit throughout this movie. A little bit. A little bit. I was entertained a little bit. Uh, but, you know, I was trying to like it. I really was. I, I wanted to like this movie uh, because they just made so many mistakes. And I've heard people say that on comments on Facebook or whatever that this is a Me Too movement film mixed with Lady Avengers killing guys. And that's what it turns out to be in the end. Uh, these women killing, killing these guys. <laughs> uh, and they burn the, 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 the frat, you know, the, the house down. Well, I don't know if they actually burned it down. It was on fire at the end of the movie. I'm assuming it was being burnt to the ground. Uh, but God, man, this felt so much like the skulls. And so many aspects. And it felt like that skulls society... Who think they're, you know, they're all that, and, and uh, you know, they can get any woman they want, and ugh, makes me want to vomit. <laughs> this kind of film makes me want to vomit. It is not even the Me Too movement. It's just, it was directed by a woman, which I said to Beth, I'm not shocked, and she just gave me a look, like I said, I'm not though. I mean, look, look what this is. Of course, I don't know how this got greenlit. I don't know how they thought. Oh, this is a good idea. We're gonna take. What some people consider a classic horror film. I have yet to see the original 1974 film, but a lot of people consider that, you know, a, a true horror slasher. It came before Halloween. People, some people don't even know that, and a lot of people like that movie. And now then they remade it in 2006. Okay, first of all, I didn't love that movie. Okay, I think it's watchable. I didn't love it, but this movie made that movie look like an Oscar winner. And I'm not joking. Uh, Black Christmas 2019 is so bad, it made that remake look like an Oscar winner. It, it just... I mean, at least that was a slasher movie. And 
This movie suffered from being PG-13. This movie was made so kids could come watch it. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Kids came and watched it in our theater. The row below us was like six, seven, I would some girls, uh, teenage girls, like 14, 15 years old, watching this movie. I thought they were younger. Beth says, no, they're about 15, 16. I was like, they look like they're about 12. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they were... They made a mess in the theater. I mean, they, they it's for them. That's who the movie was for. Teenage girls say, hey, fight back. And that's fine if you want to make that kind of movie. Just don't pose it as Black Christmas. <laughs> that's like them doing Friday. Oh, they did Friday the 13th this way? I Oh, I'd be so upset. I'd be so furious. I'd be storming down to Blumhouse and burning that down. <laughs> I really would. I mean, can you imagine if they would have made this movie and posed it as Halloween? Can you? I mean, seriously. I It should have been called Black Christmas. i tell you what it should have been, and this is racist <laughs> to say. It should have been called White Christmas because it, it, it was about tearing down white men, you know? And um, and, th and these particular beliefs they have that they should be superior than women. Uh, they should almost treat them like slaves. Uh, it, it, that to me, has no room in a horror film. That's not fun to watch. That's not entertaining. That should be a drama film. You know? That's what it should be. Not a horror film. Not a, not posing as this slasher film. Uh, come on. Man. And I mean, this is definitely my top five worst films of the year. Now, I, I told them at the, at the theater, this was my worst. This topped Hellboy as worst film of the year. And I forgot about one other film that I saw that I was bored to death while watching it. Never picked up at all. And that movie was Captive State. So that's probably my number one worst film of the year. But I think Black Christmas is in the running to be number two. It's really that bad. But it may end up being number one because it, it, it's a horror film. And I'm very... My, I love horror. I, I'm a big fan of horror films. Uh, so this... this you know, this film is all about, you know, the women women movement and the Me Too movement. And, and like I said, I don't have an issue with that kind of a film. But I don't want you to pose this as a slasher film. And it really is about uh, women standing tall over men. Over white men. Because uh, actually, <laughs> Aaron and uh, Quentin made a point of this. The one black dude in this movie that gets possessed is shaking. He's fighting it. It's like he could. It's like it's for white men. It's and I, I'm thinking I, this is a, a a a very political film. I think it's uh, it's it's like uh, it's I think its message is to shut down white men. <laughs> that obviously not all white men, I would say, but ones that think they can control women and all that. And I just don't think that should be Black Christmas. I just. Maybe I'm wrong on it, but I don't believe that should be Black Christmas. Um, this movie, uh, but even if you're okay with it being a Me Too movement posed as a slasher movie, posed as a remake of a classic horror film and during during 1970s, even if you're okay with that, this movie is just terrible. <laughs> just it's done bad. Uh, that some of the acting is terrible. Um, no character development whatsoever. Only Riley has any character development. This other girl, uh, uh, Elise Shannon, 
She has no character development at all. None whatsoever. Uh, she's just trying to get people fired. It's, and I, I did not like her at all. It, it just, oh, it's just not a good movie. It's just not a good movie. And I'm going to end it right here. Um, worst horror movie of the year? Absolutely. You know, I, I was disappointed with Us. Well, that was our very first episode on the Marquette Movie Podcast. I was I was disappointed. I didn't hate the movie. I actually thought for what they did, it was it was good. But I also thought it was very predictable. And uh, but I thought it was good storytelling. I thought it was character development. Um, and it still may make my worst films of the year because it, I was just so disappointed by the end of the movie. It, it was okay, you know. I, that's how I would rate it. But this movie. Oh man, this movie just sucked any energy out of the room. It just sucked all the energy out of the room. If you were excited for this movie, even Beth thinks it's a stinker. Uh, it just—it's not a good movie. Um, uh, it's just—it's just not. And uh, I don't know what to say about it. Terrible filmmaking. Ter terrible direction. Uh, terrible story. Uh, just a Me Too movement. Plus, slasher. That's not really slashing. It's possession. <laughs> it just... When they did the possession thing, I was like, oh my god. I literally put my head down and said, oh my god. <laughs> How did we get to this? About a society murdering these women. See, I, I thought this movie... And I was okay with it. Like, It would probably got about a 2.5 out of me if it didn't go the possession route. Um, but, you know, it did, it went to the possession route, uh, and it just didn't make sense. See, I thought the society was, society was killing these women in his sorority because they were trying to get their professor fired. You know, that's what I thought, you know, and that wasn't to be at all why they were doing what they were doing. <laughs> the, the, the... The president who started his fraternity, uh, they were trying to bring him back by possessing the... I, it don't make any sense whatsoever. Like when she threw... It wasn't blood. It, it was like oil. It, I don't know. It's just stupid and dumb and terrible and shouldn't have been made. Jason Blum, what were you thinking? If you screw up Halloween, oh boy. I'm scared now. Okay, I'm terrified now because, you know, Jordan Peele did Us, and I, I was disappointed. You've got Candyman coming out next year, and I'm really anticipating that movie. I really am. I love Candyman. I love Tony Todd as Candyman, so I'm hoping they, they it, it's being done right. But it's got me nervous, uh, honestly. It's got me nervous about Candyman. Blumhouse does this. <laughs> it got me a little antsy about Halloween Kills now. Now, thank God John Carpenter is involved because whew, I'm scared. But I, I, I'm, I'm, it's got me a little antsy about Halloween Kills, uh, this movie Blumhouse did. So uh, I'm sure it's going to turn out fine, but man, I can't believe they did this to Black Christmas. I, I remember at the theater, I was telling Aaron and um, Beth and uh, the kid that was cleaning it, they should have called this White Christmas with how racial it was, how political it was. Because 
<laughs> Beth loves White Christmas. She said, no, they shouldn't have. <laughs> she loves the Christmas movie, White Christmas. So, but I was like, I wasn't even thinking of that movie. I was just thinking of its agenda. Uh, man, I, I, I don't know what to say anymore. Uh, this was not a good movie uh, at all. My score, um, I'm going to give it a 0. 0.5 out of 5 markouts. I think the Snow Angel gives it 0. 0.5 um, markouts. Uh, everything else I just didn't care about. Uh, Riley, the actress that played Riley, Imogene Poots, was good in the movie. Like, I was down with her. Everyone else I could care less about. I don't care. There was no character development for anyone else. Uh, Carrie Ells, I love the guy. He's a good actor. I don't know why he did this movie. It looks bad on his resume, but, you know, he's not where he was when he did Saw either. I mean, he's he's not. But anyway, uh, I love that guy, but terrible choice to do this movie. Terrible choice. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's my review for Black Christmas. Uh, one of the worst films of the year. Um, man, it was just really bad. And the box office total proves that. I'm th I'm glad this movie didn't make ten to eleven million like it was supposed to. I'm glad it didn't. But man, I, I can't believe this was made. Honestly, uh, like I said, it's not the Me Too movement. I'm I I want to see Bombshell, and that's a Me Too movement film. Look, women that was hurt or you know. Emotionally scarred, whatever. They deserve their justice. They absolutely do. But you sh I don't think you should do a slasher... Well, pose it as a slasher movie. Pose it as a remake of a slasher movie. I don't think that's the right message you give. I, I don't think you should do that. I, I, uh, I mean, you already have films like that. Spit on Your Grave. Um, you know, women that get done wrong and get revenge. You already got movies like that. Uh, but I just, this movie was just terrible. It really was. It really was a bad movie. And, uh, yeah, I actually feel sorry for the actresses in this movie. Uh, you know, I hope every single one of them, because some of them, I mean, they, it's not like it was like terrible acting, it was just terrible dialogue. Like, uh, that one girl that was stupid, and, you know, I feel bad for the actress. <laughs> I really do. Because it was a, this was a bad movie. Uh, it really was. But yeah, my rating's 0.5 out of 5. Uh, I think the only movie worse than this this year is probably Captive State. But it, it, it's debatable. <laughs> it's really debatable. Uh, so that's been my review. I hope you've enjoyed. I tried not to be biased towards this movie. But I gotta speak the truth of how I felt. And... I had a terrible time watching this movie. I laughed at this movie. And I haven't laughed at a horror movie since Bye Bye Man. And I remember watching Bye Bye Man. And I, I was laughing throughout the movie. I had a good time. Because it was so bad it was good. That kind of type of movie. I rewatched it. It wasn't as good as I thought it was. That was a pretty bad movie. But. This. This one. Man. It, it's just bad. No, there, there, Nothing redeeming about it. It's just. Like, when they 
like there's a part where they start attacking other sororities, and I'm like, what? Why are what what what? <laughs> it's just like I thought they were after these girls for a purpose. No, it's no purpose. It's kill all women. It's just it's so stupid. The men are stupid. Oh, I hate this movie. Oh, I hate it. <laughs> oh man. You know, I, there was a reviewer that said Rambo Last Blood was racist towards Mexicans. This movie is sexist towards white men. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm not saying all white men are perfect or not. I'm a white man. I'm not perfect. But I wouldn't do some of the stuff they're doing. I don't know anybody that would. You know, I don't know people like this. These characters are so unrealistic. They really are. This society, I mean, man... This could have been. This should have been the remake of Skulls. This should have been the Skulls remake. This is what this should have been. I hated this movie though. Oh, I don't want to talk about it no more. But I'm going to because worst films of the year is coming up soon. So I got to talk about it again. Oh, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm sure I'm going to talk about it Friday. I'm sure Aaron's going to bring it up. If he don't bring it up, I'm sure I will. How terrible this movie was. God, it's terrible. It's awful. Do not go see this. Do not wait till January and go see The Grudge. Because that looks ten times better than this. I'm actually excited for The Grudge. And that's the first time I've ever been excited for The Grudge. But I am. I'm really looking forward to The Grudge. I really am. It looks like it's going to be a fun time. Good, gory, horror time. <laughs> this PG-13 crap needs to stop. If they can't do better than this for PG-13, Blumhouse, I'm speaking to you. If you can't do better than this, then don't do PG-13 horror. Go back to rated R. <sighs> Whatever you do, Blumhouse, do not screw up Michael and do not screw up Candyman. That's all I ask. <laughs> they better be rated R and they better be gory and they better be good. I don't believe it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for ranting. I just... I didn't want to rant. But talking about this movie and remembering this movie, it's just... It was a terrible... Honestly, it was a terrible time. It... it, it by the end of it, by the possession scene, you just you just laugh it off. And like, what were they thinking? As a horror film, what were they thinking? I mean, oh man, like I said, I as I tell Quentin, I, I was like, this movie was too political for its own good. Uh, it, but you know, that's what it was. They wanted a Me Too movement in a horror film, and that's what this is what you got. Uh, but that's that's what you got. So if you saw it and you liked it, you'll probably never listen to another review I do. But you know, I'm, I apologize. But I'm gonna speak the truth of how I felt, and then most people agree with me. It is subjective. Thirty percent like this movie. Um, my guess would be teenage girls like this movie. Uh, like the teenage girls below us seem to really enjoy it. So, it, it was made for them, I believe. Uh, you know, I think it was made for the teenage girls. Say, stand up, someone mistreats you. And that is a good message. That is, that is probably the positive thing I could say. So, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Since that is the message of this movie, for young girls that are being touched or whatever, stand up and fight. Uh... Tell someone, whatever, you know, you, you do what you gotta do. So, uh, for that purpose alone, I'm moving my score up to a 1 out of 5. So, I'm giving it a 1. 
for that reason. Because I think that is a good message. I just don't think it should be in a horror film. But that's debatable and everything else. But thank you for listening. This has been Brandon Spivey from the Mark Out Movie Podcast reviewing 2019's Black Christmas. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day. <laughs>